0: Hello, this is Bill Lytle, Senior Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church in Benita Springs, Florida. If you're ever down in South Florida, come see us. We'd love to have you take you out to lunch. Like to, to let, let us know who you are and you listen to the podcast. I want to talk to you today about the subject of the book of life. It's a sober subject, a very interesting subject, a subject that is represented from the front of the Bible to the back of the Bible literally, from the book of Exodus all the way to Revelation. Uh, in the book of Exodus, we see it appear in Exodus 32, 30, 32 and 33. It says, Yet now, if thou will not forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, and this is Moses speaking, I pray thee out of the book which thou hast written. And the Lord said to Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. So there is a book, and uh, if you're in the book, you have... Life, if you're blotted out of the book, evidently you do not have eternal life as defined by the Bible. That is, uh, and it also occurs in Psalm 69:28. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living, and not be written with the righteous. Now, I'm not giving you the context for these verses; you can look them up yourself. But it, what I'm trying to say is, it shows that they understood a concept of the Book of the Living or the Book of Life, that if you were in the Book of the Living, you were you were going to have uh, something great, something grand. I mean, that verse doesn't define it all. Uh, and if you were not written in there, you were in trouble. Psalm 109.13 says, Let his posterity be cut off, and in the generation following, let their name be blotted out. Well, that's interesting. Uh, that means uh there is such a thing as having your name in the book, and then you get it blotted out through possible bad behavior, ultimately rejection of jesus christ let me let me just make this statement. Nobody saved from Adam to the last person that ever lived except by faith in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Those who believed from Adam on all the way to Christ were looking forward to him as the Lamb of God. All those sacrifices in the temple were foreshadowing of the Lamb that should come. So in a way, when they made those sacrifices and obeyed the law of Moses, and then how about before the law? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. He was quite a ways before the law. Was he saved? Yeah, he was saved by faith. Everybody that's ever been saved has been saved by faith in God, faith in what they what they get, what they've known, what the, what they've been given by God. Obviously, Abraham didn't know everything we know about salvation, Jesus Christ, and his death, burial, and resurrection. They didn't know that, but they knew there was a coming Messiah that would, would smash the head of Satan uh, through the woman. They knew that all the way back in Genesis 3.15. The, Genesis 3.15, the theology is called the Proto-Evangelium. It's the first mention of the gospel. So the gospel goes all the way back to Genesis 3.15. Abraham, uh, Isaac, Jacob, they understood that there was a coming Savior, a Messiah. The Messiah, of course, was brought forth more clearly as the Old Testament developed itself through the major prophets and through the minor prophets up to the introduction of Jesus when the fullness of the time was come, Galatians chapter 4 talks about And so we in the New Testament, obviously, looking back at Christ some 2,000 years for us. As Abraham was 2166 B.C., he was looking forward to Christ. So their faith looked forward, our faith looks back, but it was by faith. So you're saved, and anybody who's ever ever goes to heaven is going to be saved uh, by faith in God uh, in whatever knowledge they have been given. Some were more limited, some were more full. With the knowledge they have, they believed it and they had faith in God. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. You believe God, trust Jesus Christ, as your Savior, repent and believe in him, and you're saved also by faith, as Abraham was saved. And who made it all possible? Jesus Christ. Front to back, side to side, Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world, the whole world, front and back, side to side, as I said, top to bottom, uh, past and future. Everybody that puts their faith in Jesus, whether it be through the law of Moses, as they did back then with Moses, trusting in what God gave them, or from Abraham before the law, or when now we in, of course, New Testament, the law is no more in effect. We have put faith directly in Christ, and what we call through the gospel, the good news of his salvation. So that's all I'm going to go there. Going back to being blotted out, uh, or blotted in, or blotted, or written in the book of life. So it seems to be, it seems to be from the, from the verses, it's not an exhaustive study, that everybody that was ever taken a breath, or ever born, ever accountable, it seems to be almost everybody, and I'm going to say almost because some coming up, our uh, names are written in this book called the book of life, if they reject Christ or if they reject the knowledge that they have of God and they do not place their faith in him through Christ, they're basically placing their faith in Christ either looking forward, as the Old Testament saints did, or backward, as we are in time. But they're putting it in the Messiah that was to come, God's provision for sin, his only real provision for sin that was eternal. And when if they place their faith in Christ, then their name is, remains in the book of life if they reject god and go out in and, and uh, do not believe in him then their name is eventually blotted out of the book of life this is very to me very sweet and very to the character of god that it, the bible says in in 1 peter 3 9 it says that god's not willing that any should perish he puts everybody's name in the book of life this is what it seems like to me from studying it. He was everybody's name in the book of life. You may agree to disagree with me that, but I believe that's what it is. It was everybody's name in the book of life, and you have to take it out. By your behavior, by your lack of faith, you have to take your name out of the book of life. That just shows to me the sweet character of God that he is not willing and should perish, at least to these little ones. He doesn't want to perish. And uh, if you do this to the least of these little ones, you've done it to me, and so... That's why we have children's ministry. That's why we're out after it. That's why we're evangelistic. That's why we take it in 20 different directions. Why we pass tracts out. Why we don't have any one preferred system. we give the gospel verbally. We give it by billboard. We give it in print. We give it every way we can give it by song. And we want people to hear the gospel and be saved. Because without the gospel, without faith in Christ, it cannot be saved. So it's that important. The question I have for you is, do you have your name? written in the Lamb's book of life, or has it been or will be blotted out? Well, in Revelation 3, 5, it says, He that overcometh the same should be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. That's some of the reason I believe that every name is written in the book, and if you reject Christ uh, or reject God's provision for salvation, uh, then your name is blotted out. Revelation 22, 19 seems to say, If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in the book. Meaning, looks to me like they've had their name in the book, they turned away from God uh, in, in, in uh, unbelief, and their name was taken out of the Lamb's book of life. And so... You can take that for whatever you want to take it. You Some people may disagree and say the names were never in the book, but there are some, by the way, and here's where they get all that. Uh, there are some people whose names um, were never in the book of life. Uh, let me give you Revelation chapter 17, verse 8. These are the ones that seem like they worship the beast and take his mark. There's a special... I don't know quite how to say this. There's just a special uh, amount of wrath that God places on those who worship the beast and take His mark. It says the beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. But they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life, from the foundation of the world when they beheld the beast that was and is not and yet is. In Revelation 13, 8, it says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So it looks like that special group that has been foreknown by God, not not determined. He he does not want any to go to hell. He don't determine these people to go to hell. God forbid you've been listening to Calvinism too much, if you think that. Uh, By the way, if you never read Calvinism, there wouldn't be any Calvinists. Uh, if you just and leave that alone just read the Bible, you wouldn't be a Calvinist. you believe that balanced approach of the Word of God, that we have a free will, we're made in the image of God, and one of the biggest images that we have, characteristics of images, we have a volition, a free will. And it's real free, it's not fake free. And so he says... Uh, the, the, these special group of people that worship the beast and take his mark, they have never, their names have never been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But it seems like everybody else, and their names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And when they reject Christ in doubt or reject God's provision in doubt on belief, their names then are blotted. Now, Revelation chapter 20, and I'll quit with this, verse 12 through 15, it says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and the death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And then listen to this. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Their names have been blotted out. And so if your name's not in the book of life, you have only one place you're going to be able to go, and that's called the lake of fire. My brother, my sister, if you're doubting at all about your salvation, stop this thing right now. Stop what you're doing. Get down in your spirit before God and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are who you said you were. You're the Christ, the Son, the living God. I believe you came, you died for my sin. You were resurrected. Uh, and now are on the right hand of the Father. And I believe just what the Bible says about you. And I repent of my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. And I ask you to save me, forgive me, and put me in your, uh, make me a child of the living God. Take me under yourself. Something like that. Cry out to him and ask him to save you, And he will we'll save you. And get a local, independent, fundamental Bible-believing Baptist church. It uses the King James Bible, which is a time-tested Word of God, 400-plus years old. I wouldn't go anywhere else with it but that. It's held me good. It's held my mom and dad good. It's held my grandpa and grandpa good. It held them before me very well. And I believe it'll do you well, too. Don't you believe any of that other stuff about it? It's the book. You take it. I hope I see you in heaven. And I want to make sure your name is in the Lamb's book of life. God bless.